You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's ready to party, it's ready, and hopes you bring lots of spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. We have a bunch of news to talk about, a couple of movie trailers, uh, some video game news. We're going to talk about uh, Pokemon Sleep, my favorite. (laughs) My favorite thing to do, Pokemon and Sleep. The fun never ends. That's right. I just had the, a flash of the Garfield and Friends theme song in yeah, my head. That's what it was. <laughs> that's what that's it was. What okay, good. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> but first, let's go ahead and get into some of our check it outs. Check it out. Oh, I I waited too long. I th- I thought I had a clip, but I waited too long. I feel like Garfield and Friends is one of those theme songs that everybody knows the words to. Oh, yeah. Regardless of how much they actually like, liked Garfield and Friends. I, I can't visualize the words, but once the song plays, I will be able to play every, sing every note. Or that's that's how word. I am with a lot of songs, period. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could sit there and go, uh, but if it's playing, I'm like. So what you're saying is you checked out Garfield and Friends. The well, seminal I mean, cartoon classic. I mean, I listened to a podcast about it today. Okay, yeah. I, I listened to an episode of, of What a Cartoon about, oh, okay, about yeah. Garfield and Friends, and that's why I had the theme song on my on my brain. Makes sense. Makes sense. I think I preferred the and friends to the Garfield parts. Really? Segment. U.S. Acres? You like the U.S. Acres guys? I, but I also haven't watched it since I was a wee little lad. That might be why. That could be... Yeah, U.S. Acres was always okay as a nice break from the Garfield, but Garfield was really the star of the show. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the best part is the, like the little quip that he says after the theme song. Mm-hmm. There's like some real good ones of that. There's some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Garfield and Friends or Heathcliff, the cartoon. Oh, the cartoon Garfield, the newspaper oh, yeah. comic strip Heathcliff all day every day. <laughs> <laughs> accurate, accurate. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, but the cat, the Garfield doesn't have the Cadillac cats, though. That's true. He they, he doesn't have the Cadillac cats, but he has Nermal, and he always sends them to Abu Dhabi. True. Okay, what have we been checking out? What have out? we been checking For out? Real? Okay, I have been playing some uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Finally started on it the other day, and yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's not bad. It's still it had needs some work, but it's not bad. I I enjoyed my time with it. I wish they would have used a few more of the features that they did in Pokemon Arceus. Everyone does. Yeah. (laughs) The biggest one, honestly, is, well, the two biggest ones. The fact, the idea that you can catch Pokemon without battling, I wish that transferred over. I really, really do. And just the stealth stuff. It the doesn't stealth. really work hardly. Yeah, like you can I never, kind of do it, You but can not crouch, really. but it's not really anything. Yeah. The other thing that I kind of wish that they had copied over from Arceus, Arceus pretended to be an open world game, but it really wasn't because it had zones. I wish this game had zones. I mean, it's w- split up that way anyway. It's split up that way well anyway, <laughs> but... Then you run, but you run into the issue that I did, where I ended up in an area that was way over my head and had a heck of a time getting back from it. 
I like that to a point because I ended up doing a couple things out of order that were a little more challenging than the normal game. Oh, I did too, but it was also incredibly frustrating when I just want to kind of play that, sit down and play the game for (laughs) for a little bit. I don't like being railroaded, but I do wish it had a little, just a just a fraction, just a kiss more structure to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about like way too hard. I'm talking about like maybe a couple levels above me kind of hard. Oh, I went in the absolute wrong direction and ended up at a gym that was incredibly high level and all the Pokemon around it were also incredibly high level and I kept dying trying to get back from that level because I say because I went to a Poke Center near there by accident. you do that, is it even really open world at that point? It's not. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't. You can go there, sure, but you can't do anything. You can't do anything. Like, what's the you, point? You can flounder. You can yeah. flounder and get mad, and that's what I did. I floundered you, and got mad. You can waste potions and time. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I did was I watched a couple of low-budget action movies that can both be found for free on YouTube. Fight of Fury, starring Kung Fu action star Shuni B. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it's um, it's made it onto a lot of like modern-day bad movie lists. It is uh, terrible, <laughs> terrible, poor acting. Everything was shot uh, without sound and everything was 80 yard in. And the editor, also Shuni B, <laughs> he karate chopped the film until editing happened. Um, he decided he made the weird choice to put a heavy reverb on every line of dialogue, whether they are the actors are indoors, outdoors anything like i can understand being in like a warehouse or something you want to put a little bit of a reverb on a voice to like make an, it echo, kind of an yeah. echo or something like that but everything is just so it sounds like he's talking in a tunnel it's probably the one mic they probably had yeah well they had like a shotgun mic on the camera <laughs> like, but, it, but it's weird no it's there they didn't record any of the sound when they were doing the thing everything was 80 yard yeah. in afterwards oh. so it was a conscious choice to add a reverb to every line of dialogue. Every time I think of like heavy reverb, all I think of is the death sound from the NES game Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one I watched is a low budget. Um, this is one of those. They know it's a joke and they purposely made a bad movie, which I typically don't like. Commando Ninja. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. It's only an hour long and I'm glad because any more and it would be unbearable to watch it was riding that line there there's a guy who is a robot there's a guy who is a commando who a uh, commando from the vietnam war who also is trained in ninjutsu he throws exploding shurikens <sighs> and and has a a um a gatling gun on one arm and a samurai sword on the other and it's a white guy it's just a white guy doing it not even like an in-shape white guy it's like they filmed it in their backyard <laughs> and the park across the street from their from their apartment complex. That's all it is. But there is a little bit of charm to it. And they're making fun of it's almost like Kung Fury, but just not with that level of special effects. Where am I? You're in Viking times. That explains the Velociraptors. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of nonsense critters like that. Um, I, I love w- Kung Fury. I will say I am glad that they used primarily squibs instead of digital blood effects. Uh, digital blood looks like garbage. It looks like yeah, and using like keep, all that stuff the extra, that uh, Neil Breen does. Oh God! Well, Neil Breen is on a completely other level. 
complete other level. We don't level. need to go down that hole again. <laughs> not, hey, not until Cade, the tortured crossing, comes, comes out. out, and you all are going to watch it. <laughs> not until you can PayPal Neoverine $20 so he can <laughs> burn you a copy of his film. Put it on a CDR. <laughs> <laughs> an, unli- an unlabeled CDR in a jewel case <laughs> send it through the mail <laughs> um, uh, alright well that's what I've been doing so what have you guys been up to this week well uh, during our time off I contracted COVID again so I had time on my hands so uh, I watched a handful of, a few anime series that's uh, not my hero or something else mm-hmm. um, we I- did finish Spy Family finally oh did you yeah I love that show yeah. so much. It didn't. I figured it would go out on a big cliffhanger with some big story thing, but it did. Well, I think they're kind of setting up like the big thing, like where Lloyd's actually going to like actually start focusing on his mission. Yeah, but I love that show. It's so cute, and I love it. I think there's one episode where they get a hold of these gaudy rings, and they say something offhand about giving them to the handler lady. And then for the rest of the series, she's wearing them. And it's it's just that little detail is so good. (laughs) Also, I hate Agent. uh, What's What's her name? name? Winter or whatever her name is. Frost? Something like that. Yeah, the white haired one. Yeah. I don't know. She's at least better than Yuri. Oh, yeah. I hate Yuri. I don't like I don't like uh, yours, brother. Yeah. the, The tennis arc was fun. There was just two episodes that was a tennis a tennis tournament. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They had to pretend to be this other couple, like uh, uh, Lloyd and his spy partner, or another agent from his agency or whatever, had to pretend to be a couple. <laughs> and their to... last name was Phony. Yeah. Yeah. That nice. Was the, nice. Yeah. Their last name was Phony. I was nice. like, that's a funny detail. I like that. But yeah, I, lo- I love Spy Family. It's probably one of my favorite anime to come out in a long time. Agree. Hard it, agree. It's so, it's so wholesome. Like, it, it could lean real hard into the stupid action stuff, but it doesn't. And I, I love that. Also, all the music, the openings and the closings are just great. Anyway, so I, I watched two Netflix uh, original animes. Both were really short, about five, six episodes or so. Uh, one was called Vampire in the Garden. You don't want vampires there. <laughs> I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! Yeah. But uh, it's about a... Uh, <laughs> Thanks for no-selling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Nicolas Cage and Vampire's Kiss. What more do you need to say about uh, that's it? That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Uh, but it's in a post-apocalyptic world where there was a virus, but instead of being like a disease, it caused vampirism. A vampirus. Yes, a vampirus. Ooh, I like that. Okay. And so it's like what's left of humanity and what the world they deal with, deal with with vampires, but also vampires themselves are kind of almost dying out too because they're succumbing to COVID. Not so much. No, <laughs> it's like a disease, but it's not. I mean, it's, it's where they, if they don't get enough blood, they kind of turn into like mindless monsters and then they eventually die. Ah, they succumb to the beast. It's yeah, pretty <laughs> it's, much, it's, pretty it's much the, the masquerade, pretty much, pretty much. And it's also set in Russia. So there's a very like Russian aesthetic to everything, like uh, hmm. you know, uh, czarist like era paintings on walls mm, and things mm-hmm. like that. It's very beautiful. Uh, the, the big, I guess, the big selling point is a girl from the human city or whatever civilization, whatever. Uh, she is the daughter of a high-ranking military general or whatever, and she gets entangled with this vampire queen. 
who doesn't want to kill people. She just wants to dance and live her life mm. and not drink blood, Me which too. is also making her sick. I mean, uh, uh, goals, right, guys? Yeah. But it's basically uh, kind of like a Romeo Juliet kind of story where they go run off together and the two sides are like, you know, coming together to stop them or tear them apart or whatever. Mm. But it's it's very it's very beautifully done. It's a very good looking anime. Like I said, it's very short, six episodes. But it, I think it tells a very good story, and I really liked it. The other one I watched was called Eden, and it had more of a CGI, cell shaded kind of look to it. Man, some people hate that for some. Oh, reason. Oh, I know people people lose their minds over it. It's all right. I mean, it, it is kind of a disconnect when you go from like a more traditional looking one to that. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen an anime where I'm like, boy, this looks so much better CG than it would otherwise. But also, like, a lot of times we, the show just wouldn't even exist if they couldn't do it in CG. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The CGI remake of Ghost in the Shell I did not care for. I really liked the original version. Yeah, they, they oh, with Scarlett Johansson. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, but not uh, the remake of the original movie. Yeah, no, no yeah. I mean. uh, but then there was a Netflix series too that was all CG, and they made Arise. Yeah, yeah, they made the major look like a like kid. a anime high school girl. Yeah, she look, Yeah, she looks like a kid. Yeah. It's really awkward. Yeah, also the story in that one's not as good. Anyway, it's called Eden, and it's about a wor- another post-apocalyptic world where robots are caring for the world, like they're growing crops, like. Well, specifically in this one, apples. You know, before you continue, that just kind of dawned on me. They say media reflects the mood and thoughts of the time. And it's kind of interesting to me that in our post-COVID world, a lot of media is dealing with post-apocalyptic type situations. It's just kind of telling what is on the minds of most people. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, we had, you know, techno futures and, you know, and cyberpunk you know aesthetics now it's all well what if the what if the world when humans are gone well yeah i mean like well even in like the 70s you had the uh, anti uh government you know the government doesn't actually know what they're doing kind of situations that was and the signs of the nuclear nuclear war uh yeah. i mean cold war. cold war era stuff and it's just kind of telling that this is we're getting a lot of post-apocalyptic stuff i mean we've always had a little bit of that but a well, lot it's, it's definitely definite more. It's definitely more active. That. It's yeah. definitely more active. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, anyway, uh, and so in this world, there are no humans. You don't know where they're at. It's not explained for a minute. But these two robots uh, find a pod device, whatever, that's open, and there's a human baby in it. Oh. And they. This is that Ridley Scott show. Not on quite. HBO Max. <laughs> hey, hey. I liked. I I liked. Uh, um. Raised by wolves. Raised by wolves. Yeah, yeah it yes. was it was interesting. I, I didn't hate it. I don't think I ever actually like. I got pretty far, but I'm not sure I actually finished the second yeah, season. Yeah, same. We we watched maybe three or four of them. It was a good show. I liked the show. But anyway, uh, so they find this human baby and they decide to run away and raise it because their human artifacts and human things are seen as illegal by the operator of their society i this guess this isn't we... the one that's a fairy tale spinoff is it? no 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 okay. no 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 good <laughs> nope this is specifically its own thing i mean i called the twist pretty early on in the movie but i mean it's all right it's it's cute the human girl reminds me a lot of um she's kind of like a winry from like like she builds things yeah. she tinkers uh she's got weird mannerisms because she was raised by robots 
it's kind of funny. Like sometimes she'll say like something and it's like, it's like a swear in like the robot language or whatever. Ah, gotcha. Okay. And they're all like, they're like, Sarah, watch your language. Bleep, bleep, bloop. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's pretty much what the robot language is like. Mm -hmm. But it's again, it was another short five, six episode. There's a giant mecha fight. That's pretty rad. Nice. Uh, But I, I, you know, it was cute. I liked it. And then uh, we started watching uh, Mob Psycho 100. I've heard good things. From the creator of uh, One Punch Man. Oh, okay. Which, it's a very good series. I re- we're in the third season of it. I really, really like it. Um, that's what we should watch next. Basically, uh, the selling point of that show is you have this high schooler. Uh, his nickname is Mob. I haven't quite figured out why he's called Mob. Only- oh, this is the sci- the psychic one. Yeah. Okay. The the psychic one that's not the misadventures of psychic I, which was okay, another you one. Said a bunch of on Netflix. Syllables? Yeah, it was another Netflix. Oh, one. it's another one. Okay, yeah, it's one a Netflix those. one where the guy's got pink hair and he's got these little devices on his head. Oh, okay. But Mob Psycho has the the Japanese high schooler with the bowl cut. Right. He looks like Saitama with a bowl cut. Yeah, he looks like Saitama with a bowl cut. Yeah. Because the guy is not uh, the best not artist. The best art. But no. That, that, but that's fine. That's You're fine to be. But yeah. uh, <laughs> the, but he has psychic powers, and his whole thing is uh, he doesn't know how to deal with them. And so he finds this guy who says he's a psychic slash medium slash evil spirit exorcist. In reality, he's just a con man. Mm-hmm. But he tricks people into like he actually knows what he's doing. And anytime an actual psychic level of threat comes up, he's like, you know what, mob? This is a bit beneath my skill. Won't you take care of it as my as my apprentice? Okay. <laughs> kind so of thing. it's one of those. Gotcha. It's that show psych. It is kind of psych. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of it is not even so much like Mob using his powers is he runs into these other psychics and stuff that think they're powerful all beings or whatever because they have these and powers. And he defeats them with one punch. No, he defeats them with uh, a positive attitude. I was going to say crying. <laughs> no, he's not Deku. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you know, with basically a positive attitude of him trying to find his place in the world and actually have friends and mm. enjoy the life that he wants whether he had these powers or not. And there's a whole lot of like positivity to it. And it just makes me feel good watching it. Like he, he joins this club called like the psychic finders club or whatever. And this led by this girl who wants to find other psychics and document them. But at the same time, this other club tries to take their club room and they're a fitness club called the body improvement club. Mm. So he actually ends up accidentally joining both. Oh, interesting. But he wants to improve himself. So that's why he's part of the body improvement club. And all the guys in there are like JoJo level Jack dudes, <laughs> but they're also so positive and they're always lifting uh, Mob up, oh. like emotionally, they're like and you know, physically, yeah. Well, yes, and physically, yeah. Like they'll go on runs and they'll like they'll pick him up on his shoulders and they're like, "Yeah, you did it, bud." Well, it's that's, su- that's cool that, that the power of positivity. Oh, it's super good, all. and I love it, and it's such yeah, a great show. Cool. Yeah, it, it's it's nice having an anime protagonist. Yeah, he is kind of all powerful. But he's not like thinking he's the god of this world or whatever. It's it's another deconstruction of the shonen protagonist, right. just like One Punch Man. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Right on. Uh, and other than that, been playing uh, God of War Ragnarok. I'm a couple hours in. Okay, cool. And it made me sad the first two minutes. <laughs> um, I've played through all of Atomic Heart, the new like immersive sim bioshock bioshock esque yeah retro future retro soviet union yeah it it takes place in an alternate history where the soviet union has become incredibly technically advanced and they have a bunch of robots 
but it still has like that 1950s retro future look to it. Yeah, but Soviet, not like Bioshock, so it's different. <laughs> or or Fallout. It's weird because tonally it doesn't know what it wants. It wants to tell kind of a serious Bioshock story, but it also the main character is just awful. <laughs> it's one of the worst written like main characters in any game I've ever played. Really? He's, well, he's also like, he's an agent of the state. He's, yeah. a, he's a KGB agent and he's like pro-government G-man. Well, he has a catchphrase he says all the time, crispy critters. Oh. <laughs> Which... I don't know why, why or what. Yeah. I, I Especially look, since the, the, the main things you fight are just robots. Yeah, it's all robots. They're not even critters. They're just robots. But he, he says it a lot. <laughs> apparently, this game is made by Russians. Yeah. And the, apparently, if he in the Russian version, he says like a Russian nonsense phrase. exclamation oh, phrase okay. that does not translate. And apparently, they thought uh, that crispy critters was a good... Well, it is a, a nonsense substitute. phrase. It is. Yeah. But it also just really sucks. <laughs> and, and they try to make him sound like kind of like, I guess he's supposed to be like a pastiche of an action character guy. Okay. But it just comes off as like a, a bad action well, character in the, guy. Well, in the, in the live action American commercials for it, they got What's-His-Face from Supernatural to play... <laughs> uh, uh, the one that plays Dean, uh, uh, J- J- uh, uh, Jason Ackles or whatever his name is, Jensen Ackles. Jensen, Jensen Ackles. Ackles, yeah, plays the live action version of of the guy can, in the commercial. I can see that, <laughs> and he doesn't even try to like use an accent or anything in the commercial. They're just like this yeah, little yeah, girl's yeah. like, "How are we gonna fight the robots?" And he has like a baseball bat covered in like circular saw blades yeah, and barbed that's wire. In the game, yeah. mm-hmm. I know it is, but yeah, so he just bashes things in a room. But the story's interesting, and it's a lot of back and forth about humanity being made into a collective hive mind situation and and the ethics of that, but it also wants to not wants you to not take it seriously sometimes. Gotcha. Also, everyone's all thirsty about those robot twins. Oh, yes, the twins. Uh, left and right. yeah, they're they they're all part of the marketing images and stuff. And a lot of people have been talking about it online because, the way they're done and the hairstyle they chose to give them, they think it's a slight against a Ukrainian public official. This woman who has the exact same hairstyle. Mm. Well, yeah. That's, it makes you feel funny, don't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit above our pay grade on this show. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's fun enough to play. It's worth a playthrough. Like there's a lot of things you can say about it and things that don't work or things that do work. And it's a big mishmash of people not agreeing what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Like it's been reviewing all over the place because it really depends. That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah, It really depends on what you're looking for, but like at least it's interesting. That's what I had to say about it. It's a lot of things, but at least it's interesting, which is more than you can say about a lot of games. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would suggest not, paying for it outright though <laughs> yeah i played it on game pass so it was already bought and paid for by my friends at microsoft <laughs> <laughs> well there we go all right well, hey let's go ahead and take a break here and when we come back we are going to get into some news the folks at sidekicks coffee are more than happy to make you your favorite hot or iced coffee tea hot chocolate lattes and more sidekicks have two locations in the Marion Center Mall, Tuesday through Saturday, opening at 10 a.m., and they're on the road drive-up next to the Pet Sanctuary on Marion Waldo Road, 
Tuesday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Sidekicks Coffee. Hi, everyone. I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play. Long Play might be, as far as anyone can tell, a hit from coast to coast. Apparently, Long Play may also be an international sensation. I've contacted WZMO's sister station in Paris to check the pulse of the City of Lights. Bonjour! Avec Long Play? Tu vas te tuer, spestidio. C'est incroyable! <laughs> My French is a little rusty, but I think she said we're a hit! Imbecile! I invite you to tune into Long Play Fridays at 11 p.m. and Saturdays at 3 p.m. Juste d'ici on WZMO. Hey, we are back from the break. Let's go ahead and get into some news. If you praise satisfaction, this is the place to find that action. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. that's a good. That's a good clip. Okay, good. Yeah, that's a good um, one. I needed to put some kind of Rudy Ray Moore onto well, of course, the board. Of course. And there is so few that I could actually choose <laughs> yeah. and be allowed to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's talk about some news. So we have a bunch of video game stuff to go over, but uh, I think what we're going to do first is knock out a couple of these movie trailers. Uh, just you know, because they're worth talking about too. The first one we have here is the machine. Which, when I first heard about this movie, I was not interested in the least. No, not real. <laughs> yeah, so there is a stand-up comedian. You might have seen him on, on the TikTok or possibly... Facebook or social Facebook, media. Some kind of social media about um, Burt Kirshner, who his whole stand-up career is based around this one anecdote he had about maybe possibly accidentally falling falling in with the Russian mafia during a college trip to Russia. And these mafia people apparently allegedly let him party with with them. Well, they had a according to his story, they for for security on their college trip, they had a a Russian mob, basically um, a local thug, a local thug, kind of like, you know, hanging out with them. And he got in buddy, buddy with them and it turned into a drinking fest and then debauchery happens. Right. That's the whole story. And of course, a lot of it is, is blown out of proportion because that's a, that's what comedians do. Yeah, that's also, that's comedy. It, also that's, that's his whole bit. He yells and doesn't wear a shirt. And he yells and that, doesn't wear a that's shirt. That's his whole yes. stand up career. Yes. Well, <laughs> They announced that they were going to be making a movie called The Machine about this stand-up comedy act. And I'm like, how could... No. Why? Why? That seems kind of lame and dumb. I mean, I get it. It's this guy's one thing, but... <laughs> it's like making a You Might Be a Redneck If movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, but as it turns out, this movie is a fictionalized take on the ramification the future ramifications of being the machine yeah years later a person from russia comes back looking for him for some slight that happened back then and brett and his dad played by mark hamill by mark hamill yes have to get into some like hangover-esque Shenanigans. shenanigans Mark in, Hamill, which is like 70% of why this movie looks good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's Mark Hamill. At one point, he does the Joker voice. I mean, it's Mark Hamill. It's, he can't I, not do the Joker I, I voice I don't think he can turn it off anymore. <laughs> it's just so ingrained into his personality. Yeah. But it made a topic 
seem that I had no interest in seem kind of fun and interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I'm like, in. It's like, mm, okay, all right, we're leaning into it now. Yeah, I I just like the concept of like this Russian femme fatale showing up at his son's birthday party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to go back to Russia. <laughs> yeah. You stole something during your night of drinking with this ru- with the Russian mob, and now you have to go back and make it right. Will it be good? I don't know. Apparently, I don't know. Cocaine Bear is, so who knows? Anything can happen. <laughs> I so want to see Cocaine Bear. It's apparently pretty good. Yeah, I've been hearing good things. But forget all that. Let me tell you about paint. We accidentally fell into this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> we were looking for stuff for the show. We ended up not doing a show last week, but we were looking for stuff for the show and accidentally found a trailer for a, a movie, upcoming movie called Paint, in which, I mean, it's very um, P.T. Anderson-esque, very kind of folksy, kind of quirky. You mean Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson. Oh, yeah. Which one's P.T.? Is he the one that does the Resident Evil movie? Yeah, you're right. It's not the Resident. Okay, the opposite. Yeah. Wes, Anderson. Wes, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson is Who the does one those, I meant. Those quirky movies. <laughs> the, the, the the quirky the quirky comedy man, P.T. Anderson, yeah. with those this classic comedies, Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, Monster Monster Hunter, and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> The quirky comedy, yes. Uh, but no. Oh my god, I Get would, over here. I would For watch, fun. Can you imagine a Wes Anderson Mortal Kombat movie? Oh man, that was so good. Be, be so great. Finish him. Should I really? <laughs> <laughs> but this um this quirky comedy stars Owen Wilson as a very on the nose. He's basically Bob Ross. But he's almost more like a dark Bob Ross. Though. Well, it's the his on-screen persona is Bob, the Ross. Bob Ross. He has the afro, he paints the happy trees, and the whole thing is about how he lets the fame of being a a public television painter go to his head and then someone kind of steps in and becomes more popular than him. And then he doesn't deal with it well. But he deals with it very calmly, just not well. Yeah. But he ha- but Owen Wilson has the voice. He's almost doing the wow voice, which, I mean, I get is his it's voice. His bit. It's his bit. Well, yeah. it's his voice. Well, yeah. Wow. But he's very, very subdued. Very, yeah. It's He drives a van with an airbrush wizard on the side while smoking a pipe. <laughs> yeah. <He> has- <laughs> it's It's so good. It looks so good. Honestly, it would have been me like in the early 2000s if I had a van. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since we've had like a quirky indie comedy. Yeah. Like, it's and, it's and about I'm in. time. And I think Rosario Dawson plays the secondary painter that comes along and yeah, yeah. makes things, um, adds adds conflict to the story. <laughs> or get, Yeah. Well, technically, I guess the executives make the conflict for the story. Right. But, but anyway... <laughs> Yeah, but it uh, it uh it looks good. It just looks like a good, fun, quirky, weird movie that I'm totally in for. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. I mean, maybe not in theater, but I'll watch it. I'm sure I'll come around to it sometime, like I did Napoleon or something. Yeah. It 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 has Napoleon Dynamite vibes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kinda. It's, this, it's I feel like it's a not lot as the, surreal. I as, feel like a lot of those quirky like comedies kind of do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like the Royal Tenenbaums, which is a Wes Anderson. Yeah. I got it right this time. Wes Anderson. <laughs> the Royal Tenenbaums Mortal How, Kombat uh, cross. What was, uh, Bill Murray's what was that? Raiden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
my mind blanking on that one? Schwartzman. Yeah. Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> this could have very easily... If Jason Schwartzman shows up in this somewhere, I would not, not be, be surprised. surprised. Yeah. He would be a good Johnny Cage in, in Wes Anderson's <laughs> He kind of would. Yeah. Yeah. So would you put the Gwyneth Paltrow... As and as uh, as, uh, <laughs> as Sonya Blade, Sonya Blade, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, who's our Liu Kang? That's all we have left. Uh, ben Stiller. No, but he's in all of those. Yeah, I mean, and he's not above uh, race bending for his for roles. <laughs> I was just gonna say Randall Park. Oh, Randall Park would be really good. <laughs> I mean, I no, don't think yeah. he's been in a Wes Anderson but movie. He but he seems now, like the type. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes more sense. I love Randall Park. Yeah. Especially when he does close-up magic. <laughs> you know, did you see he's going to be in uh, Thunderbolts? I mean, good. Cool. I, I like him, and Marvel needs to do something no. to make me interested. Sorry, not in Randall Park. No, it's Steven Yoon is going to be in Thunderbolts. That's my bad. Well, still, he's um, also a good actor. Yeah. I mean, I wish it was Randall Park. Yeah. Well, you got I mean, my hopes up for yeah. nothing, Josh. I'm sorry. He was an Ant-Man for about two seconds. Yeah, I mean, oh. he's already in Marvel. <laughs> I have heard mixed reviews of Ant-Man. I don't know why it, it's been reviewing so poorly, because it's not bad. It's, is this the beginning of the widespread superhero fatigue? Like, everything post-Endgame up to this point was maybe like the Embers and now this is like the first big ugh. But it was it was better than the last couple movies were. It was. I don't know. Wakanda Forever is really good. Yeah, it wasn't as good as Wakanda Forever, but it was better than Poopy Thor. And uh, <laughs> I like Thor: Love and Thunder. Thank you. Meh. Don't you mammy. And and uh, Doctor Strange wasn't bad, but it was better than Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah, I just. I don't. Well, we've discussed this to death. I'm in that superhero fatigue where I just don't. I just don't have the energy for it right now. I wish I did, and it makes me sad because ten years ago, heck, five years ago, three years ago, the Sam would be like, "Oh my god, I have to watch all of these opening night." Holy crap! We did, and we for did. A minute, we I did. Still do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You can. do. You uh, you have the opportunity to. Yeah. We don't. All right, a couple more things here before we get into the games. Um, apparently, they're making more Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, Warner Brothers slash Discovery has said, hey, we're making new Lord of the Rings movies. Out of what? I don't know, <laughs> because they've mined, you know... Uh, the Moria. The <laughs> Got all the Moria. A mine! Out. A mine! That's, that's a reference from the movie. Anyway, oh, okay. About more. Anyway, uh, so... I don't know how this is going to work because pretty much whatever they could pull out of the Summerillion, they've pretty much pulled to fill in, to pad out the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings and the three Hobbit movies, even though we didn't need three. Did I tell you some guy made a, a cut of the Hobbit where he took out all of the chuff and stitched three movies into one two and a half hour movie and it works? I'm sure it does because the production of the Hobbit movies is so stupid. Yeah. Because they filmed the first movie not even knowing they're doing a trilogy. So the first movie is literally half the book. Half the book. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one Hobbit book. Yeah. yeah there was was three that was a children's story. Yeah. There were three Lord of the Rings books and each movie was its own book. Yeah. But then we got into this whole thing where we got to take, you know, one book and extend it into 
multiple films. Well, you get more money. That well, exactly. Way. I know, I know <laughs> why they do. I know why they do it. I know why. It's the same thing they did with the finale of uh, the He Who Shall Not Be Named films. <laughs> yeah, and Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Twilight Mode was the first one that did it. No, I think think Harry Potter was the first one. There couldn't have been enough content in Twilight to break that into two movies. And then uh, 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 I think the last Hunger Games was... Was split. Was split. It was a splitter, yeah. It's uh, just the style of the time. It was the style of the time. (laughs) Thanks, Grandpa Simpson. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, they're doing more Lord of the Rings movies of what? Who knows? I mean, there are... Maybe they're reboots. Well, there are a few there are a few books that were written by Tolkien's son that were taken from notes that were in his study or whatever that never made it into actual books. That were books. snuck out of his <laughs> half <laughs> half scribbled thoughts. Yeah. Thrown in the waste bin. What if more rings? <laughs> <laughs> we what got more if toe ring question mark. <laughs> Well, I mean, the toe ring of the Lord, <laughs> of the, the to- Lord, of the Lord, Lord of the toe rings. That's what I was going to say. I like toe ring of the Lord toe better. Ring of C- the Lord. Yeah, it was C.S. Lewis's uh, <laughs> add-in. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's it. Uh, and then yeah. Aslan shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't preach the old magic to me, Gandalf. I was there when it was written. <laughs> uh, All right, we got to get into this game news stuff. Yes. So uh, let's do the PlayStation State of Play first. Uh, let's just hit the high notes of these because reading through every single one is kind of, eh. Yeah. Now, do you consider them actual high notes or high notes as far as we're concerned? As I'm, far as we're concerned. I'm seeing some Street Fighter Six on there, Sam. Oh, well, Street Fighter Six. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do the Street Fighter part. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Get the Street Fighter light switch ready, just like the Power Rangers light switch. <laughs> no, they released, they announced three more characters, and this rounds out the uh, entire starting cast. Uh, when Street Fighter Six eventually drops, they um, and they're all returning char- two returning characters and one that is practically a returning character. We have uh, Zangief or My Zangief, boy. whoever, however you pronounce it, Russian Muscle Boy. Ru- yep, and he gets he's getting more wrestling moves, like more legit professional wrestling moves. He like sells to the crowd, and um, he doesn't. The only po- move he doesn't get back from any of the previous games is the green hand. The backhand that he can deflect, oh, that yeah. he can do through uh, fireballs. Yeah, that's how you, not, that's, that's how you cancel out Hadoukens and stuff. Yeah, but he, he doesn't when, get green hand back, but he gets we everything else. This one, I was just going do the spinning pile driver, and then and he, immediately did. And it. He and did. I'm like, Yay! <laughs> Pretty much. And I clapped. I yeah. clapped when yeah. I saw <laughs> it. When I saw it. Yeah, but he looks great. Um, I'm really, really interested to see what they do because he has everything from every game that he has been in. Yeah, and that's a lot. Of games. It's a lot of games. He was in the Alpha series. He was in the EX series. He was in Street Fighter Two. Yeah, yeah, Street Fighter Two. There is uh, Lily Hawk, who is the daughter of uh, T Hawk from Street Fighter Two, the new uh, Challengers. She is one a joke character, which they haven't really had for a while. They they tried to turn Blanca into a joke character, and Dan, you can only do so much with. I love I love my boy Dan, but. He's Steven Seagal, and that's the joke. <laughs> People like Blanca too much. People to like Blanca. I mean, to be fair, I yeah, I was a big Blanca stand for a long time. Same <laughs> when Street Fighter Two, yeah, Blanca was my dude. Well, he was also the most broken. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he could bite people. <laughs> yeah, that's he was. It's like you have a, an entire cast of normal people, and then a green monster man. <laughs> Which one are you gonna pick? Of course, it's the green monster man. 
But uh, Lily Hawk, uh, she is a tiny girl who is also a grappler. And it, it's, it's explained that she has vague wind powers because she's Native American. And that is and how she can have those. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's can how you she fight with all the colors of the wind. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but she's able. That's how she's able to lift people up because of the vague wind Lily powers. Hawk, the last airbender. Kind of. Yeah. She can throw with all the colors of the yeah, wind. Yep. 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 But she looks like a lot of fun. In fact, her uh, finishing move, she actually botches it halfway through and ends up like landing like butt first on on the opponent you know just as a joke yeah a very common trope i I just wish she wasn't like nine yeah but she she looks like she's like nine but we we, yeah that's that is true however how old was sakura when she started at least 14 14 which is better than nine (laughs) yeah that's true i guess she's probably not nine she just is very youthful looking I don't no, she she's, she's look, actually looks. She looks like she's like nine. She looks preteen, but uh, but it looks fun. And then they brought Cammy back, and pr- maybe her best costume I have ever seen. Yeah, it's very good. It's a very yeah. good Cammy. Forget yoga fire. She's got yoga pants. pants. <laughs> oh. I've been sitting on that joke for two weeks, guys. Come on, <laughs> please, please clap. <laughs> but uh, but no she she looks really really good she's got again she has all the moves from all previous versions she even has one of her grapples from the street fighter the ova anim- anime that she never actually had where she grabbed the guy's head spun around and like swung behind him and cracked the back behind both of his knees that is from the anime i thought you were gonna say something from canon spike no it's not no it's not I from thought, Sp- spike i thought chung lee did that in the vega fight Mm-mm. when chung lee or when vega was in her apartment nope that is that is uh cammy she uh when they're when they first uh, reveal that she's been mind wiped and is like assassinating people that's how she assassinates some guy oh okay. is she like twists his head swings back around through the legs and then cracks back behind both of his knees. Okay. And she gets that move. And that is so cool. It is so cool. Man, the street fighter OVAs were great. They were pretty good. They were pretty good. But, uh, but no, this rounds out the entire cast is, for is the... Is that the same one where Ryu and Ken have a very, very close relationship? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That <laughs> is they, the one. They drive past the billboard that literally says gay on it. Yeah, and that's the one where they... <laughs> well, that's also the one where they keep calling Shadow Lou Shadow Law. Shadow Law. Shadow Law. But, uh, yeah, it, um, it, this cast looks great. But uh, no, it looks like a lot of fun. So, okay, some of the other things we have: uh, Suicide Squad does not look fun. No, they made it. They took something that could have been a fun. I thought it was going to be like the Arkham games, yeah, where it's like fun melee stuff. But it's all shooting. It's all it's Destiny, but with DC characters. It's weird, and it's weird that they picked this cast to be the Suicide Squad because okay, you have Deadshot. His power is guns. his gun. That's fine. Harley Quinn, you can kind of say, okay. Yeah, I mean, she's used guns in the past, yeah. but it, she's always been like, you know, a mallet or yeah. a baseball bat. Right, but her, she can't her use Using gun a gun isn't a big isn't stretch. Isn't a stretch. You, it's kind of lame. The one that you a, had a problem with was uh, King Shark. King Shark, yeah. who is a man who is a shark. Yeah, his whole thing is he's got brute strength and he bites. No gun. Grappling hook. Grapple, grapple gun. Grappling. Only gun. Only gun. Yeah. Only gun. <laughs> Only gun. But the one that bothers me the most, though, 
Captain Boomerang. It's in his name. His name is, his power is Boomerangs. He throws the boomerang, but it's to teleport. But he uses guns yeah. in this. Why? Why? Can they at least Why? give him like a boomerang gun? He no, already has should. a projectile. Yeah. It's in his name. It is boomerangs. <laughs> not he's not Captain Gunman. <laughs> Boomer gun. <sighs> now that just sounds like a Mega Man villain. Yeah. Boomer Quanger. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it would be like a multiplayer melee beat em up kind of thing. And instead it's just guns. Yeah, it's just destiny, but you you play as Oh licensed, boy. You another play as another character. Another looter yeah. shooter. Yeah, yeah. Schluter. Get, get in line, Destiny and that's, what Anthem tried to be and <laughs> That's what I don't I don't like these like looter shooters where you play as like a defined character. Because you don't have any you lose the agency over the character. Yeah. Like this isn't my guy. This is just a gun nuts version of my guy. Yeah, this is this. Yeah, this is Captain Boomerang. But I pick what gun he has. <laughs> yeah, dumb. All right, pick one more from the state of play, and then we'll do a couple of Pokemon directs. I suppose Resident Evil Four is looking real good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's remake one of the best ones. Yeah, I I would argue it's one of the ones that least needs remade. Sure. Well, yeah, it's been re released more times than Skyrim and GTA Five. Yeah. And it still it still looks pretty good. And oh it's yeah, still extremely playable. But like, yeah, this new version does look like it, it is like ground up different. So and they, it'll be fun. To and they left in a lot of the goofy stuff, like the mine carts and stuff like yeah. that. They left in. They didn't make it all serious. Yeah. They left in the goofy. That's they still Resident Evil. It's no, not I Resident like, Evil. If I feel like this was goofy. one of the first yeah. Resident Evils that didn't center around specifically zombies. I think. Yeah, the the plagas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their heads blow up and like a tentacle comes out. I, I, Resident Evil Four is really good. Oh yeah. yeah, Resident Evil was one of my four, one of my favorites for the longest time. I, I still kind of is. Yeah, I've been a real fan of the franchise. The last, the last like three or four games they put out have been phenomenal. Yeah. All right, let's switch over to the Pokemon Direct. They spoke a lot about. Honestly, a lot about games that we don't care about. Yeah. Um, I, I think don't, I don't think anybody does. Three, three announcements in a row. We said. And here's the game no one plays. And then they were progressively like worse. Less, yeah. They 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 had some announcements for Pokemon Unite. They they're putting in Sword Dog into that. Oh boy. And oh boy. Legends Pokemon. That that game's got some sort of like esports. There's scene. an esports thing. Sure. Yeah. Some people do play that. And then they had Pokemon Cafe Mix, which I guess is a good time waster. Somebody's mom probably plays yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a fun time waster tappy tap game. Yeah. I mean it's cute yeah i'll give it that yeah. it's cute but and and then they had um, no sailor moon drops well that's true uh they that game, i don't think that game even exists anymore no you can't play that anymore because i used to have it oh on yeah they, they 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 nuked that for more that. Of it. they did yes uh they did a thing for pokemon masters dx oh yeah the trainer one the I, one where, where the one where you gotcha trainers yeah, the you, game whose name i had a hard time thinking of just now <laughs> and when you put it in a hashtag on twitter it looks like it says something nasty oh it, says, it looks like it says something nasty <laughs> yeah yeah um the two big things that are worth talking about i think and um, if I'm wrong on this, let me know. But um, they have a, a new DLC coming out for uh, Violet and uh, Scarlet. Hopefully they'll get things a, a little more 
patched up the, by that time. Well, the first part of it doesn't come out until fall, so they have they got time. They hopefully have time. Uh, they had enough time to come up with one singular art yeah. for yeah, it. There was no footage of, no, zero of footage. this at all. They used a lot of live action stuff. Yeah, that means... Well, there's a lot of live action just in general in this direct. If you That's think about true. it, there's a lot of live action. Well, they're, they're leaning real hard into the whole AR, the world connected to Pokemon. Yeah. They heard that bit for thing for a while. Yeah, that's true. But the DLCs look fun. They look like they're going to be different, interesting deviations from I mean, the main story. Yeah, they, in, in they have cool Violet. Plus the whole, you know, Japanese summer festival style. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a staple in anime and it's yeah. such a beautiful you look anyway. A, you put on your yukata, you eat your takoyaki, and you watch the fireworks. Exactly. Yeah. I and, just, and you pay your respects at the shrine. Yeah. And maybe a girl gives you a smooch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like all the anime. Yeah. I just hope that these DLC ha- um, have enough content to be worth the price, because you looked it up and it was like... like $40. $30, it was 35 35 yeah. bucks plus tax, and that's a lot. That's That's more than half the game, the cost of the game. That's a lot. Yeah, that's the one thing I will never understand is why do DLCs have to be so expensive? I would say if the if it were twenty bucks. Yeah, that would be reasonable. Reasonable twenty bucks. Thirty five I don't know why that extra fifteen dollars makes it that much more unreasonable. They should have just folded it in with the PlayStation Plus Premium or not PlayStation Plus. The Nintendo, the Nintendo yeah. online premium. If it yeah. wasn't a Pokemon game owned by the Pokemon company and the it would have been amalgamation yeah. of businesses. It yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, the Nintendo Online, did you see um, Metroid Fusion is it's coming? Out. Yeah, it's coming it's on the ninth. Co- yeah, it's like in less than a week. And that's awesome. Yeah, because like the because the the seventh is a Tuesday. Yeah, it's yeah. a very good one. Yep. And the last thing, yeah, go to the festival. Maybe one of those those quintuplets you've been tutoring will smoke <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing for the Pokemon Direct, uh, the one that I'm actually most interested in. Pokemon Sleep, the thing that was mentioned once and was almost completely forgotten about, <laughs> is po- coming. The Pokemon game you play by not playing it. Yeah, you play it by sleeping, <laughs> which interests me, one, because I like to sleep, and two, in real life, I work in the sleep, sleep industry, me- in the sleep medicine industry, so it is kind of interesting that they're building a sleep tracker, and you... The whole thing is, is depending on what type of sleep you get during the night, like how deep a sleep you get into what is what I'm assuming you have the possibility to catch Pokemon in rare sleeping positions. <laughs> You're collecting sleeping Pokemon NFTs. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting <laughs> way to, to gamify, you know, sleep and trying to get better sleep. I mean, it's like, like Pokemon that. Go, it gamified walking. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon brush your teeth. <laughs> I Pokemon. forget what it was called, but it was Pokemon. Wash Pokemon, wash your drawers. Yeah. Pokemon, go Pokemon, the, wash your hands. Pokemon, go to the polls. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon, get your flu vaccine. Uh, uh, but they're gamifying sleep, and it has a connectivity with Pokemon Go, and I'm assuming it'll have um, Scarlet and Violet uh, connectivity as yeah, well. Yeah, Especially it, it since the, the Pokemon Plus, Plus. Go Plus Plus. Yeah, it has Go a Plus. little device with a terrible name. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> the Pokemon Go this, Plus Plus. This is the third Pokemon Go-related device. Yes. We had the original Pokemon Go Plus, which was like a wristband with a little charm on it. Then you had the Pokemon Go, Pokeball Go. And that, which was a controller also. Yeah, yeah it also which, functioned as a joystick. Yes, and that which, was kind of fun. Which came out when uh, Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu came out. Mm-hmm. 
which was this Pokemon Go on the Switch. And now this is a puck that you sleep in your bed next to to get better sleep uh, readings. And also has like Pikachu white noise stuff. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the Pikachu ASMR machine. Pikachu. It's sleep paralysis Pokemon. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Don't wake up with a Sableye on your chest. <laughs> a Gengar watches you from the corner. Yeah, eats your dreams. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it looks interesting. It looks like fun. It's kind of dumb, but I will tr- get it because I, I do try out a lot of different sleep trackers apps. and apps and things like that because I legitimately am curious how close they actually get to recording sleep i imagine the the go plus the the sleep and the go plus plus will have a a tiny microphone built in that picks up on like the sounds of deep breathing snoring that sort of thing sleep farting sleep farting yeah hopefully it records it's it's called your it's called your ghastly meter (laughs) (laughs) um but uh it probably does that it probably if i were to guess it probably also picks up on sounds of movement it probably also um, uh, the Go Plus Plus might have an accelerometer in it to see to track actual movement. I can't imagine it's going to get too crazy. There's nothing that's getting connected physically to your body, so I imagine it's not going to be like. I mean, um, when they created the Poke Walker, they accidentally created one of the most accurate step trackers ever. They kind of did. So that's so. <laughs> yeah, let's see so if lightning. Let's see if lightning strikes twice. Yeah. You know, you never know. But uh, that's... I hate the idea of having a device sitting in my bed, though. You just put it under your pillow. I put my arms under my pillow. Then you set it on top of your head. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know your life. My, my cat's just going to lay on it, and then it's going <laughs> to track her sleep. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, we've been noticing a high amount of purring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, your body temperature is elevated quite a bit. You may want to get you know that fever taken care of. <laughs> We should probably go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call and leave us a message on the Nerd Overload hotline. That number is 419-561-5556. Let us know what Pokemon you would want to spoon you in your sleep. Hmm. I'll have to th- ponder that one. There are over a thousand Pokemon. Wigglytuff. Wigglytuff? Wigglytuff. Anyway, you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank Parker for uh, helping man the Facebook page, finding all the cool news uh, articles for us. And David Pencil, for use of our intro and outro, you can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. You know who would be really bad is Greninja with that big wet tongue on the back <laughs> of your head. Oh. Ugh.